This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. General Motors is planning a big investment at its plant in Orion, Michigan, to build electric and autonomous vehicles. Reuters reports that the company will spend $300 million to upgrade the facility and will also announce plans to build a new electric compact vehicle for Chevy, which will be based on the same platform as the Bolt. The company will start assembling the next-gen vehicles in 2023. GM is also expected to endorse the renegotiated NAFTA deal during the conference, which will include UAW leadership. The company has been under fire from President Trump over its decision to idle its Lordstown, Ohio plant, so it's probably hoping this announcement will take some of the heat off. Ford is shaking up its management. Its chief financial officer, Bob Shanks, is retiring at the end of the year. He's being replaced by Tim Stone, who worked 20 years at Amazon and also served as CFO of Snap, the social media platform. He will join Ford next month and take over the CFO role on June 1st. Stephen Armstrong, its current president of Europe, is being promoted to chairman of the region, and he will be replaced by Stuart Rowley, the COO of Ford North America. Both of them will take on their new roles on April 1st. Over the last few years, we've seen a number of suppliers separate their technology business from their traditional components business. But not Bosch, the largest auto supplier in the world. And on AutoLine this week, we're joined by Mike Mansweti, the president of Bosch North America, and he explained why the company is taking a different approach. We actually did just the opposite. We brought our gas and diesel guys together and formed what we call powertrain systems. So powertrain systems is now the new in the Bosch vernacular GS and DS, and also the electrification is is in there. So again, we're adapting to how our customers work. You know, our customers, they 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 purchase things in the powertrain department. You know, it's whether it's gas, diesel, or electrification, or even fuel cell for that matter. We have combined all these efforts into one. Uh, this is a as you can imagine, a huge division inside of Bosch, the biggest division with over 80,000 people worldwide. So when others are splitting, we brought us all together. Why? Why why do you think others are splitting and why did you guys consolidate? I mean, that's a very important part of our business. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's the majority of our automotive, our mobility business. And again, serving the customer's needs there for a powertrain. So regardless of what powertrain they choose, we want to be there for them with the option that we can provide solutions to them. So it just made sense for us. Mm -hmm. You can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. The cybersecurity firm FireEye is accusing the Vietnamese government of backing hackers to target foreign automotive companies. Bloomberg reports that the hacks began in 2014 and ramped up in February and targeted companies in Southeast Asia. It appears they were looking for corporate operational information, not intellectual property. The Vietnamese government denies the allegations and say they're unfounded. Either way, cybersecurity is a growing concern in the auto industry, and we'll take a deep dive into that topic on next week's AutoLine This Week. So be sure to keep an eye out for that show. 
Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Whether they're called coupes, coupes, sports activity vehicles, or whatever, I'm not normally a fan of fastback SUVs. It's not the styling, it's the usability. They're always based off an existing vehicle and cost about the same or more, but have less space. And I have a hard time understanding why some people would want that. But the new Porsche Cayenne Coupe is different for me. The first thing I thought when I saw this thing was it looks like a raised up Panamera. And I think that's the customer it's going to nab. Someone who likes the Panamera look, but wants to ride a bit higher. And it also has more trunk space. That means the Cayenne Coupe could steal some sales away from the Panamera, but I still believe it will be a success for Porsche. As always, we'd love to know what you think. But now let's get down to some of the details of the vehicle. Two engines will be available at launch, a six-cylinder turbo with 335 horsepower, and a twin-turbo V8 with over 540 horsepower, which helps the Cayenne Coupe move from 0 to 60 in 3.7 seconds. There will be two roof options as well, a panoramic fixed glass roof as standard or an optional carbon fiber roof. The Cayenne Coupe will go on sale in Europe in May and in the U.S. this fall. U.S. prices start at $76,550 for the base model and $131,350 for the turbo, which is seven to 10 grand more than the standard Cayenne. And a few quick updates. Here's a recent picture of the car plunge contest where you can bet on a Saturn's icy demise. As you can see, there's still a bit of snow on the ice, which can act as an insulator. So our first guess of March 29th, it's not looking so good. And Chevy revealed the new Onyx in China. We think it's a good looking compact sedan that has adopted Chevrolet's newest design language. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.